everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Vibing with Vashi. I've filmed this segment, I've recorded this segment at least 50 or 60 times at this point because I simply cannot find the words to describe how broken I feel right now by the systematic racism which has plagued America for centuries. I'd first like to say that this is not a political problem whatsoever. Nothing about it is political. There are no Democrat or Republican sides to this issue. This is right and wrong. This is between one human being to another. This is a humanitarian crisis and it's important to recognize that. I think it's absolutely ridiculous that I sit here and I feel lucky i feel beyond blessed to say to know that i am not black (laughs) that's ridiculous you know i wouldn't be here my family wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the work of black and brown people who came before me during the civil rights movement who advocated for my rights and my passage to be here it is There's no way that without them that I would be able to live here now. Um, And it was in 1965 that the Hart-Seller Act was passed because of the black activists who protested for my right to be here that Asian Americans were granted limited entrance to the United States. I think it's so important to acknowledge the fact that I am here because of the black community. And the black community was brought here as United States property. And ever since they were brought here as property, they've been marginalized, criminalized, and systematically dehumanized. They have built America up for free, and that's absolutely undeniable. One of the areas I want to touch right now is the protest. And I just want to know, how can you even be surprised that this is happening right now? We've been taught in the American education system ever since the beginning, you know, they even teach us the basics of it in like first grade. They've always taught us and they've always promoted this concept of revolution as if it's something that we are supposed to look up to. Ever since the beginning, you know, we won our freedom as the United States, as America, we've won our freedom from Britain through revolution. So how can you be surprised if you are teaching us that freedom is associated with revolution, that we finally decide to revolt and to stand up for ourselves? Um, Throughout American history, everyone has gained rights through riot and through violence. That's how women gained rights. That's how um, the LGBTQ plus community gained rights. Um, That's how slavery literally was ended by a war, by warfare. So how can you be surprised and how can it be seen that warfare then when we are trying to fight for independence from Great Britain is patriotic and standing up and protesting for equality for all races and for the black community is unpatriotic. How can you say that? You can't. You can't say it. Now, the reason that violence is happening and the reason that protests are escalating the way that they are is because, number one, we've tried it peaceful. 
A great example of that is Colin Kaepernick. He got down on one knee and he engaged in peaceful protest against police brutality. However, when he did that, it was seen as completely disrespectful and outrageous and he lost his career because of that action. If that's what happens when people peacefully protest, then obviously the next step is for them to take it a step further. Now, even though I've been raised in a very peaceful protest is the right way um, household and background as being Indian, my great grandparents and my grandparents were actually freedom fighters and they have preached to me since I could comprehend words that peaceful protest is the right way for things to happen. Even though that that is my background, I cannot say anything about how black people are trying to mourn. They have earned every right to mourn however they please and however they feel. And I cannot say anything for I have absolutely no idea what it feels like to be a black person living in America. Now, if we're still talk, we're talking about riots, it's important to recognize that in majority of these situations, it's not even the protesters who are being violent. They are not the ones who are looting half of the time. It is undercover cops and it is white supremacists and people who are trying to instigate this and who are trying to turn this into something violent and who are trying to give other people and the media a reason not to believe in Black Lives Matter. And with that, I'm gonna go talk about ACAB for a second. If you don't know, ACAB stands for All Cops Are Bastards. And what people mean when they say that is not that every single cop is a bad person or that they are not, it doesn't actually mean that every single cop is a bastard. It means that the system that every single cop works for is broken and it needs to be fixed. It means that they benefit from everything that black people experience. And that is why people say ACAB. Now, I also want to talk as I, I want to jump back to what I was saying about Black Lives Matter. It's so important to me that we can all agree right now that it is Black Lives Matter, not all lives matter. Obviously, and I'm not saying that as in to be like, no, not all lives matter. Obviously, every single life matters. That is given, that is a given statement. And I firmly believe in that. However, you cannot say that all lives matter if you don't believe that black lives matter. And that's how America treats black people. Black, they act as if black people don't matter. And you can't say that. Obviously, every single life matters, but you, it does not, it's, it has to be a two-way street. They have to connect. It's not one or the other. I think a great, you know, explanation for this is the firehouse example. So we're gonna talk, there's a neighborhood, right? And one house is on fire. The fire department is coming in, rushing in. They have a limited water supply and they have a limited time span that they can get this house um, to be not on fire. Are they gonna come in and put water on the house that's on fire? Or are they gonna go put water on every single house that's not on fire and then put a little water on the house that is on fire as well? No. They're not gonna do that. They're gonna go directly to the house that is burning down and they're gonna put that out as quickly as possible. That's exactly how it works with All Lives Matter and Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is the house that's on fire and All Lives Matter are all of the other houses. I hope that 
clicked in your head a little bit. Now, I've talked about all these things. I really want to talk about what you can do now. So a couple of things that I think are so important for every single individual to do is to educate yourself and educate those around you. There are so many ways we have such access to great information. You know, social media, I find, has been really an educating experience for me because I can just scroll through Instagram and learn all of these different things and just know all of these new statistics and hear about all these different stories and all these different experiences. Um, And I think that's incredibly important as it is an incredibly important tool. However, it is important to recognize that Black Lives Matter is not a trend. It is not something that we are going to get rid of this week or next week. We need to agree that we're going to keep pushing for it every single day for years to come. Hopefully not for years to come because hopefully we will reach a point of equality sooner than that. But we need to continue to push forward with that. Beyond social media, internet. You know, you can read so many different articles if you want. If you're more of a book person, there are so many great books out there. Um, So many podcasts, so many educational movies. We have access to so many, so many things. And I really hope that you can take the step to go forward and educate yourself. And then also educate others. Talk about it in your own home. Talk about it in your community. Talk about racism and make it make it right for you and everyone around you beyond just that kind of education it's great to sign different um it's great oh i can't why am i blanking um there's so many different things that you can sign petitions that would that's what it is so many petitions everywhere that you can sign there are so many different organizations as well that are collecting money that if you can you can donate to and that'll be super helpful um and some of those are the george floyd memorial minnesota freedom reclaim the block and campaign zero those are all great places for you to educate yourself and to donate if you can't directly donate um obviously it's great for you to go to protests and sign things it's great for you to write letters to the people um in our legislative bodies that's great write to your senators um call the Minnesota Police Department, things like, not call, but contact them and tell them that you think what's happening is unfair. There's so many different things that I've seen as well, and there's so many templates, so it's not like you have to do this completely by yourself. Um, A really cool thing that I've seen and that I did was um, this thing called hashtag miles for change. Now, I don't know what the current value of one mile is as more people are donating and they're agreeing to double the money and things like that, but it is somewhere from one to five dollars for each mile you run. So essentially what it is, is you go for a run and however many miles you accumulate, for each one of those miles, a certain amount of money will be donated to different charities which support the Black Lives Matter movement. And you just um, do this, you take a screenshot of the workout app you use or the mile tracker or of your smartwatch, whatever it is, and you send it to, a certain Instagram account which I will link in the bio and they will donate that much money in your name so I ran 10 miles but in total my family we accumulated 40 miles in one day and so we were able to indirectly raise around $200 and I think that that's such a powerful thing and such a great way to go about it so these were just some of my thoughts about this and how I feel and 
I really want to say right now that I am making a commitment to be better. I'm going to stand up every chance I get. And today, tomorrow, and weeks from now, I will continue even longer than that. I will continue to fight by the black community as an ally till the day I die. And I truly, all of my heart and all my condolences go to anybody who is experiencing um, that kind of pain right now. Um, If you're going to a protest, please, please, please um, follow some of these tips I'm about to give you. Dress comfortably, wear arable clothing, um, but you need to protect you know your organs you need to cover your face with a face mask um cover your ears things like that because tear gas is so dangerous please wear comfortable closed-toed shoes like you can walk you can run in um you can get away if you have to things like that please hydrate yourself um please make sure that you've eaten enough um like you would want to have a full battery in your phone but do turn off your location um because People have been known to, the police specifically have been known to use devices to, you know, access information and find out where you are and things like that. Another thing, avoid taking pictures of yourself and other people's faces because that can lead to future arrests and things like that. So those are just some tips I have. Um, There's so many more everywhere. Like trust your gut. Please keep yourself safe. I love you. Um, I appreciate you. And I'm with you because black lives do matter. And I will continue to say that. So thank you guys so much if you were listening. I'm going to have links in my bio for where you can donate and things like that. So thank you guys. And I hope you're all safe.